This is Life Lessons, the Gintama Manga Cast, episode 31, and I'm Colton. I'm John. Yes, you are, John. Um, so, yeah, how you, how you doing today, John? I'm fine. That, that's good, John. I'm, I'm glad, I'm glad to, I'm glad to hear that you're doing okay. Huh, it's probably gonna be the last time I get to ask you that for a while. More on that in a little bit. Like, I, I love... I love how it, how I make it sound like you're like you're gonna die or something, <laughs> but no, John's not dying. That's, that's 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 I, yeah, just making sure people people know that. Anyway, on this episode, we are gonna be covering chapter forty of the manga. We got a life lesson segment, um, and a anime manga comparison segment of ep- episode seventy three. So, yeah, that's pretty much gonna be it for this episode. But yeah, uh, we got a lot of stuff to talk about. And I guess I'll start off with, um, um, I know I said on the last episode with, uh, Bookie, my, my, uh, hopefully new co-host, um, still, I'm planning on recording a lot more stuff with her if I wasn't, didn't already hint at that last episode, but I know I said, I think on episode 29 that I was possibly gonna be leaving for Miami, so if you're listening to this, I think I'm planning on releasing this in March, actually. If you're if you're listening to it, then I have not left. Obviously, um, I've pretty much decided to uh, stay in town for uh, for this year. Skip out on my usual Miami trip to hopefully maybe find some work here, so I don't have to you know leave all the time and put the pi- podcast on hiatus because it does sort of bum me out when I have to do that. But yeah, I think what's gonna happen, or what I want to happen at least, is. I'm going to try to find some work here, but if I don't find a job here by April, I'm going to have to start getting ready to leave probably in June or July, definitely sometime in the summer, and then I'll probably just go from there. Um, so we'll, we'll still be here for a couple more months. You know, We'll still be here to actually get ready for our, um, our second anniversary episode coming up uh, soon next april so get ready for that it's gonna be fun it's probably gonna be hell to record but it's gonna be fun so yeah just just want to make sure that people know that you know we're not leaving yet but i might have to leave still just you know just uh uh, procrastinating on that i guess for lack of a better word i can't think um and then some other important stuff um john um you're gonna be heading out to the navy soon isn't that right yeah. Uh, how how excited are you for that? Very. You you sound very excited, John. Mm-hmm. Um. So so yeah. Do you, do you want to maybe talk a little bit about that? Um. I'm going to the navy. Bye. <laughs> just, and then, then I just do do the rest of the episode by myself. Well, I I guess I guess John's gone. <laughs> just and then you just replace you with a puppet. Hey, well, what do you think about this chapter, John? Dude, I thought it was funny. Uh, hey, that's hey, that's great, John. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think it's safe to assume, John, that uh, you're probably not gonna be able to be on life lessons for a while. No. Um. So yeah. So this will this will probably be John's last episode for a while. But yeah. And maybe and and for those who listen to both this and Pony Bits, um. I, I know we haven't really released an episode uh, in a in a while, so I'm I hopefully 
uh, we'll have something in our feed about that, um, explaining what we're going to do with pony bits possibly in the future. I'll, um, if, if there, if I have something out for that, by the time this episode's out, I'll leave a link to that in the description just so people know what's going on with that. And I don't leave people in the dark like I did with an- another certain podcast that we used to do. Isn't that right, John? Yeah. God. All right. Well, I know it's sad that, you know, John's going to be leaving soon and we won't hear from him uh, for at least a little while. But you know what? Let's just enjoy. Let's just enjoy the time that we have him on tonight. So, yeah, John, let's 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 make this a good last episode for you. Uh, but anyway, on to more, um, on to, on to happier news. Let's, let's, let's talk about a few Gintama things before we get started here. Cause, um, uh, I know this might be old news by the time, uh, this episode's out, but I don't care. John, I know you're excited for the new season of Gintama. Am I right? You know, that didn't sound forced at all. Good job, John. So... Uh, the new season of Gintama is going to be premiering on April 8th. That is our first real confirmation of the new season. So, yeah, get excited for that. And there's um, there's there's a bit of information on the uh, new opening and ending themes for the next season, which I don't have an opinion on because I don't really know these bands at all. I've never heard of them. Uh, but, hey, um, I'll, I'll leave a link to this in the description if you want more information on that. Uh, just thought I'd let people know when the new season's coming out for those who are interested. And then um, there, there, there are two polls here. Get, see, see, John, two polls, and isn't, isn't that exciting? That's just so exciting. We, I know how much you love polls, John, and how important they really are. Especially stripper polls. Exactly, John. Stripper polls, I think, are the best polls. Could you imagine a Gintama stripper poll? No. I could. It'd just be a giant. It'd just be a really tall, thin just away. <laughs> oh, that's a really weird image. Anyway, so um, Valentine's Day just passed, and you know we all we all know how much we care about Valentine's Day, right, John? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. So, I, I totally, I totally care about Valentine's Day, which is why I um, wanted to talk about this poll here a little bit. Um, Basically, Crunchyroll posted up a poll, a Japanese otaku poll, the top 10 anime manga characters to get or give Valentine's Day chocolate. So let's see here. I'm not going to go through all of this poll because uh, a lot of these characters from both polls, male and female, are from like Love Live or Sword Art Online or, or uh, Utano Prince Sama. I know Jasmine would get a kick out of that. Or, or that one bicycling anime that all the girls like. Um, uh, see, the only thing I care about is that... Uh, here, where is it? So, uh, in the uh, who do you want to give Valentine's Day chocolate to section, the female section at least, the female top ten, Gintoki placed number four. How do you feel about that, John? Would you, would you, would you want to give Valentine's Day chocolate to Gintoki mm. Th- thank you John I, I feel the ex- I feel the exact same way um here here's an interesting question though let's let's make let's make this a little more interesting could you could you think of any female characters in Gintama you'd want to get chocolate from at all no really well okay see if I had to pick I would want to get chocolates from Skuyo uh because Skuyo is 
probably one of my favorite female characters. Either her or um, or Sachan, even if she is sort of crazy. Actually, I probably wouldn't be a very good. Now here, I get it now. What? Um, <laughs> what? What I would do is that I would give chocolates to Gintoki, and then Gintoki would be like, "Here, to Sachan." She'd be like, "Oh boy!" And then you'd get chocolates from Sachan that weren't from Sachan; they were actually from Gintoki because Gintoki doesn't care. If, yeah, okay, I, I could see that roundaboutly working. I could. So I give you chocolates. Oh, thanks, John. You shouldn't have. And then, and then I smack you because they turn out to be like coconut chocolates or something. <laughs> I fucking hate coconut. I God, I hate coconut. You know that that chocolate that we had on Valentine's Day, John, that that you gave me, that someone else gave you. God, I sound so pathetic. Um, that the, <laughs> the, those chocolates that I had. Um, I I got all the shitty ones. I'll be honest with you, but I know that's not your fault. I was just I just had to get that off my chest because you know that 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 matters. There was uh, only five. You didn't have much of a chance. Yeah, that that's true. That really is true. And then I guess um, I guess we have one more poll that's a little more interesting, John. I think you might actually want to click this poll because you probably didn't click on the last poll. I love how you, how I just fucking just throw you under the bus. I'm sorry, John. Um, this one's a little more interesting. I I don't necessarily get the wording for this article though. The the, the title of the article uh, on Crunchyroll is uh, Japanese fans pick most disconcerting character and voice actor matches. Um. Yeah, I, I had a little trouble understanding the wording in this article, um, but I think what the article is supposed to be is – I think this is supposed to be a list of, like, of voice actors who really match their roles well, I think. Like, so well that it's like, oh, my God. Like, it's kind of weird. Like, does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Kind of like how uh, – let's see. There, there's a lot of really interesting ones here. Um Let's see. I think one of the most interesting ones for me is uh, uh, where is it? I'm looking for it right now. Uh, number nine. I know this doesn't really have anything to do with Gintama, but I think uh, Masako Nozawa as Goku. I know you probably haven't really watched a lot of Dragon Ball in Japanese, John, but in my I opinion, know how it sounds. Well, I, I know you know how it sounds, but I was gonna say, in my opinion, I think um, I think Masako Nozawa. Uh, really fits Goku. You know how many people say that? It sounds like a girl. <laughs> well, yeah, because <laughs> I love it when they say that because, yeah, it is a fucky. It's a woman. It's a girl. She's she's 77 years old, this woman. God bless her. And she's been voicing Goku since the beginning. And she still voices Goku, which is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. I love Masako Nozawa. I also really love um, Sean Schemmel as Goku. Um, he does a really good job, too. Um, that that was just an example, though. Um, in terms of Gintama actors, I think there's only like two on this list. Because uh, at number thirteen, we have uh, Rie Kugimiya as um, Taiga from Toradora, who, um, for those who don't know, Rie Kugimiya also voices uh, Kagura in Gintama. And for those who haven't seen Toradora, I would I would very much recommend it. It's actually a pretty good show. Like I know uh, Jasmine and a lot of other people really used to tell me, "Oh, it's a really, really good show. You should watch it." And Taiga's the best Sundere character ever. And I'm like, I hate the Sundere character archetype so fucking much because they annoy me. Like, do you do you have any idea what Sundere actually means, John? No. Sundere characters are pretty much character archetypes that that um, that that 
what's a good way to explain this? Like they kind of sort of treat people like shit, but but it's mostly to like like they're sort of guarded. Like they kind of put a wall around their heart, so they kind of they kind of treat everybody like shit, so that people don't get too close to them, especially especially people that they have you know romantic interest in. Wow, that hasn't been used millions of times before. Well, yeah, I mean it's not it's... successfully too. <laughs> Well, I mean, there, there. Are, I've seen a couple of shows that do this character archetype well because, in my opinion, like Helga from Hey Arnold. You know what? That's actually a really good example. But uh, I've I've seen this used um, well, but it's very rare that this is used well. Like I, I don't mind the Sundere character archetype as long as she goes through like some kind of change in her character and she actually, you know, develops and becomes a you know, more pleasant person, but most of the time that doesn't really happen. Uh, but anyway, uh, let's see here. Uh, number one, we have Mr. Tomokazu Sukita's Gintoki. Huh. So yeah, I think, I think, um, I think it's safe to say that Sugita is like the Gintoki. Like you, you can't, I can't really imagine anyone else voicing Gintoki. What about you? I was going to say that that's my opinion. Like when I, hear his voice i see kentoki because he just sounds so bored all the time <laughs> for for me it's gotten so bad like because um, i think sugita was the first his i think his first uh, gintoki uh was his first role that i ever heard him in and then whenever i watch anything else he's in i can't not hear gintoki like it's 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 kind of distracting uh, but yeah there will be a, there will never be another gintoki ever and I know this is really cryptic to talk about, but I'll be completely honest. I'm, I am gonna cry buckets that when when the time comes for Sugita to pass on, I am gonna I'm gonna legitimately legitimately cry, and I'm probably gonna lock myself up in my room and watch Gintama and be like, he's still here, he's still here. Wow, you crazy lunatic! Hey, you know what? Fuck you! I don't care. Oh, Sonic's voice actor die. You don't see me being all sad about it. Well, John, let's not let's not talk about you and you you. I don't know. I I feel like I feel like we're very different when it comes to the kind of things we are fans of. I don't know, especially when it comes to the you and Sonic. You like you have a. You know what? I'm not even gonna get into it anyway, John. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, we we would need a whole other podcast to talk about you and Sonic. We really would. Yeah. Uh, hey, John, you want to do that as a bonus episode? You want to you talk about you and Sonic? <laughs> Fuck no. Uh, that's the correct answer. Okay, John. That's the correct answer. John, you wanna... I'm not going to give you a choice or anything. <laughs> <laughs> John, John, do you want to come on to the manga? Yes, sir. Okay, let's go. Mm. This is the manga recap for chapter 40. Think for a minute now, do Matsutake mushrooms really taste all that good? We start here in the forest, and um, we get these really, really um, 
tasty looking mushrooms. I don't know about you, John. They just look so tasty. Yeah, real tasty. I mean, wouldn't you eat them, John? <sighs> you know. Okay, thank you. I'm I'm glad that you got so close into the mic. You know, to to Oh, that's probably that probably probably gonna sound really awful. I don't care. Anyway, so yeah, we start off in the forest, and um, basically, I guess Gintoki and Shinpachi are out looking for mushrooms or whatever Matsutake mushrooms, which are apparently are supposed to be really really good. And apparently, that's that's like that's like a normal thing, I guess, in Japan is when it's I I I'm guessing it's like during the fall season, like whenever it's fall, I guess people really like to go out and pick Matsutake mushrooms because. I guess they taste good. I don't know. I've never had any. But um, Gintoki finds this little crop of mushrooms here, and it looks kind of shady. And Shinpachi's like, uh, no, I am. I'm not eating this. Just it's Gin. It's obviously poisonous. What? What? No. What? And Gintoki is just like, look. I've said it once. I've said it a thousand times. Basic food rule: the uglier it is, the better it tastes. Like like um. Uh, like 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 squid like squid guts, it's it, it except it says look at squid guts. Oh no, wait, never mind. Now I can't read for shit. Apparently, <laughs> I thought that was a for a second. But uh, yeah, so far this is starting off. This is starting off sort of like the uh, Kappa chapter that we covered last year, John. I'm not sure if you remember that chapter. Uh huh. By the way, I listened back to that episode. That was a really good episode, John. Good job on that, by the way. Uh, cool. I, I know that's a year late. I just wanted to tell you, good job. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but anyway, yeah, Shinpachi just keeps arguing. Oh well, the, 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 that that color, that scary color, is supposed to be a warning to all the other animals. It's like it's like it's saying, "Oh, I've got poison, man. Don't even think about it." And just yeah, I'm not gonna fucking eat it. And then Kentucky's just like, "Hey, come on! It's it's always the edgiest, scariest guys who turn out to be the biggest teddy bears." Because that you know, doesn't even make sense. Well, well, that's not even an argument. Well, uh, he's he's trying to compare. He's he's trying to say that about the mushrooms. I I don't know. I I think it makes sense. It makes sense now that you said comparing to mushroom. But I'm like, well, who is he talking about? Oh, he's talking <laughs> about the mushroom. Um, but then, uh, Gintoki tries to prove his point by giving the mushroom to Sadaharu and making him sniff it, and Sadaharu's just like, no, like he, like it looks like he, he sneezes. sneezes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kachu. Kachu, like I, I love the I love the font that they picked for the kachu. Like it looks really, really scary. It's deathly. Kachu, kachu. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, boss, but uh, kachu. John, no one's gonna get that joke anyway. Well, maybe I don't know. But then, um. It seems like it seems like Sadaharu is all like, "Oh, that smells good. That's that's way better than Matsutake mushrooms." Oh, Gintoki, you're amazing! And then uh, Shinpachi points out that it's just Gintoki dubbing over Sadaharu, and then Gintoki just continues as Sadaharu. Who are you to talk back to, Gin? Forage? I bet you're afraid to eat uh, eat mushrooms and whatever. And just basically. Uh, uh, taunting Shinpachi, and then Shinpachi decides to join in the fun, dubbing as Sadaharu and going, oh yeah, well, when can, you, when can you afford to eat anything better than mushroom soup? And they just keep arguing through Sadaharu, and it's kind of, it's <laughs> kind of weird. Um, but then um, on the next page, Kagura comes back from, uh, you know, from looking for mushrooms and finds a bear. 
a a bear on her back. No, no, that's obviously a mushroom. Do you see it? Do you see it on top of that rock she's carrying? That's 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 right, John. It is it is a, there is a mushroom on top of the bear's head. So she did find a mushroom. Um, and she's just like, oh, check it out! I found something really cool. Uh huh. Can we eat it? Um, and the. <laughs> Gin and Shinpachi and Sadaharu, especially Sadaharu, is just like, fuck no. <laughs> like, I love their faces. And then um, Shinpachi's all like, oh no, no, you get that thing, go put that back where you came from. And Gin, for some reason, is like, yeah, marry it so it doesn't come back. Like, I don't get that. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. You, you do? Yeah, I get it. I actually didn't get it. But... <laughs> it's so hard to come back. Because when you marry someone, usually their lives get boring because it's not wild anymore. And when you marry someone, usually they cheat on you so they won't come back. Huh. Okay, that does make sense. Hey, look at it. Look at it. We, we, we both don't get jokes. That's funny. Not really. Anyway, so <laughs> Kagura is just like, wow, you guys are sure excited. Uh-huh. Don't worry. We'll, we'll, we'll split it equally. I'll share with you. And then Shinpachi's like, no, I... I want 100% none of it. And then Kagura just th- th- throws it onto the ground. And um, Shinpachi's like, oh, is, is that thing dead? And then Kagura's like, I, I don't know. It, I, it was just kind of lying around. And then Gin's like, I could have sworn I told you not to just pick up whatever's on the ground, you stupid child. And um, they just keep arguing. It, it, it looks like a bear, except for the mushroom going on top of its head. And... Uh, I, I'm pretty sure this is Kentucky. He's like, oh, it must mean it must mean he didn't use his head too much, uh, just like Mr. Akishi Bay over on Third Street. You know, um, his dad's got one too. And um, we we see uh, we see a sign that says "Beware of Bears" that they obviously missed, and that they all just kind of uh, keep talking. And one of them's like, oh, he must have been shot by a hunter. It's uh, it's another reason we should be getting the fuck out of here. And uh, one of them's like, oh, too bad. I was really craving some mushrooms. And Kentucky just gives Shinpachi this looks like. Hey, don't tell me you're just gonna fucking wimp out. I mean, I mean, but not even before we get a single mushroom. I mean, you you can't you can't catch a tiger cub if, if you don't brave the tiger's den, you know. And Kyra's like, yeah, you, you yeah, you stupid. You can't you can't be you can't do anything if you're afraid. And and then they just they just both walk walk away to look for mushrooms and they just sing because they're assholes. And then um, Shinpachi sees something and we turn to the next page. What do we see, John? It's a giant bear. It is a giant bear. It's a giant bear. It's taller than the freaking trees. With 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 a mushroom also on his head. And um, its eyes are white with rage. And it's roaring. And it's looking right at the trio. And the trio look at it like, huh. Arg. Bad time. <laughs> and then they fall to the ground. And they're and uh, Shinpachi goes, no, don't play dead. That never works. That's just an old wives' tale. Get up and run away, and they look really dead. Like their their mouths are drooling and their eyes are gone. Like their their pupils are gone. And Kaku goes, <clears throat> "Get chat. <clears throat> did you hear what he said? Huh? Yin Chen? Did did you?" <laughs> and then fucking Kaku slaps him, and she's like, "Hey, no fair. You're playing dead without me." Mr. Bear, this guy's not really dead. He's alive. Get him. No, it's um no Gin slaps her. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 Gin slapping her for trying to trying to throw him under the bus. Uh-huh. So uh Shin takes her hair, lifts her up out of the ground, and she goes, Listen, shut up. 
Don't move. Slow your breathing. Even a dumb bear will get the idea, okay? And then she goes, okay, night, Gen-chan. <laughs> and then he uh, swipes the ground, and and Shipanji goes, oh, crap! And so he says, I can't believe those guys are playing dead. I mean, who plays dead anymore? Wait, I'm, I'm sorry, John. Look, look at the face on this fucking bear. He looks it, so it, sad. He looks annoyed as fuck. He's like, what the fuck, guys? I don't have time for this. God, I'm also going to lose all my children. Leave them the fuck alone. <laughs> he's like, he's like, where the fuck <laughs> is my picnic basket? <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. Go on, John. And then the bear looks at Gintoki and Kagura as they get up. And he's like, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, wait, whoa, wait, wait, whoa. And he slashes the ground. But no, he doesn't slash the ground. <laughs> it's smokescreen, apparently, as Gin says. And this guy goes, yo, over here! And he has a straw hat. Yes, and, um, yeah, seems like we, we are being introduced to a new character. Um, as the smoke clears and, um, uh, Bear walks away, I guess. He's just like, oh, fucking I don't care. <laughs> oh, God, my only weakness. <laughs> well, I can't see him, I guess we're going. Um, but yeah, this, um... The straw hat guy says, "Oh, that's that's Masamune. He's the king. He's fuck. The king. <laughs> he's the king. Yes. Well, I mean, he is. He he is the king. He's he's the big man on campus. That's not what he says, but you know. <laughs> and um, Gintoki's like, oh, and um, who are you supposed to be? And he says that his name is Marinosuke. Uh, I'm 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 the guy that hunts Masamune. And then I guess um, time passes as um, Marinosuke is." Um, getting water from the river and i guess they're explaining the situation to him and he's like oh why why mushroom hunting here like what the fuck i i i take it you haven't heard what's been going on around here and i guess they're cooking some uh some soup to eat and marinosuke's like oh you, you saw it right you saw the mushroom on his head right and um Basically, Marinosuke goes, "Oh well, I I don't know what planet it's from, but it's it's pretty nasty. It's a it's a parasite that turns whoever it infects into a food source, and uh, you're pretty much your will is gone, and you live to pretty much fulfill the appetite of the mushroom on top of on top of the owner's head. So it's it's basically in a it's some sort of parasite amanto, I guess." Well, I gotta I love how like it's supposed to be suspenseful and you just talk and you just made him talk like it was just casual talk for sake ca- <laughs> casual conversation. He's like, you're just sitting at the coffee table. He's like, I don't know what Paris from, but there's a nasty parasite kind of turns you into a slave. You know, kind of kind of ruins my day, but I gotta get back to work. <laughs> That's what it sounded like. Hey, you're right. I I probably could have read that a bit more suspensefully, but whatever. <laughs> no, it's funnier the way you read it. But then uh, Marinosuke continues and says that uh, Masamune used to basically be the wise old lord of the mountain, but uh, ever since he's been infected, um, he's become a monster, and he's been ravaging the farms in the village below the mountain, and he's he's even been eating people now. So that's uh, that's fucking scary. And we we just have this kind of panel of. Masamune ravaging the fields and this guy running away like oh what the fuck be you by bear not really uh... <laughs> he's running away with like this really scared expression like 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 oh my god but he's just like oh shit it's a fucking bear <laughs> yeah oh. oh yeah like he, he looks oh, like no. he, he looks like he's like waving his arms like go, go away 
<laughs> um, but yeah, well, what he, what, I think what he what those arms there for because he had a tool and he dropped it and he dropped it instantly too. By the way, yeah, maybe he probably like threw his tool to the to the side or something. That that's what it looks like. Um, but yeah, Masamune's been basically just mindlessly eating whatever's in his path, and that's not a good thing. And uh, Marinosuke explains that that's why I'm here, and I and I and I have my gun with me, and uh, I, I'm the only one who can handle that bear. And Kentoki's like, "I are you are you getting paid?" And Marinosuke goes, "Oh, it's, it's not like that. Let's just let's just say he and I go back." And and um, oh, no. oh, what's up? I'm just gonna go back to that panel with those two guys. I'm gonna make them my favorite characters. Oh my god, John! He's running away really fast. And he's like, "I told you, I told you about the thing with the bear and the mushroom. I saw it on, I saw it on that script. <laughs> I told you it was gonna come true." And the guy in the porch pork, he's like, eh, "Shut up, it's fine." And he keeps working on the plow field. That, oh my god, that, he looks like he is still working. He's like, "Oh, I'm fucking care. Oh, care. I mean, he, he's blind." <laughs> And the bear's just like, oh no, Gate's my only weakness. No, no, I just imagine Masamuni going, oh, I'm a bear. I'm a bear. I'm a bear. Oh my god. I'm gonna rip you to terror. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, oh, look, a pear. <laughs> just eats a pear. <laughs> and pears, that's what he uses if he doesn't want to eat humans. But this guy's like, oh no, it's the bear from the from my dreams. I'm gonna run from my dreams. Excuse <laughs> me, is one it of was, the, Is he a clairvoyant? Is that? Yes, how he was able to see the bear attacking the farm. That's why he ran away in time. But the guy who's still plowing the farm is still okay with it because he does not see the bear yet. But the man does. And then Gintoki just kind of sits back and he's drinking his mushroom soup and he's like, oh man, I. I, I guess we really did pick a pretty shitty time to go hunting for mushroom. Let's 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 finish up and and uh, get back on the mountain here. And um, something is kind of wrong with this picture. And as we turn to the next page, what what's going on here, John? You see Gintoki in a really bland face with a big mushroom on his hand, and he's like, well, "Someone says, Gin, you've got a mushroom growing out of your head," and he's like, "No." Nah. And Kitakaka goes, hey, it's because you don't use your head enough. <laughs> and then Shibaji goes, oh, Kaka, you've got one too. And and, and oh, so do I. And then he goes, yes, we've all been infected. I'm sorry. But this is what happens when amateurs go where they don't belong. And then he goes, <laughs> then they go, what about you? And he's got a mushroom on his head too. And he goes, what, what, how, what, that, that's too. Kaka goes, hey. Don't complain. Don't you complain about my stew? I thought the bear brains gave an extra nice flavor to the mushroom. Uh huh. And Kentucky goes, No, not even you could cook with a mushroom growing out of a corpse. But she goes, Ah, this this is bad. This is really bad. What's gonna happen to it? And the hunter goes, If you just sit there screaming, you'll end up like the bear, a mushroom-controlled brain-dead zombie. But if we get treated the village early in stages, we'll be okay. Until then, do not touch the mushroom on your head. Nobody knows what will happen if... Don't you fucking listen! And <laughs> this fucking Kagura just pops it right out of her head. And she's like, huh, fixed it. And then after that, uh, just multiple grow on her head. Just like, boop, 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 And they're all over her head. And they're all, like, like, Shibachi goes, ah, now they multiplied. And Kentucky goes, what are you doing looking so smug about it? It's not like having more than makes you special. I, I love how Kagura's like, yee, I got more. Yeah, I got more one-ups. <laughs> oh my god. 
everybody's crazy, and Chipachi goes, what do we do now, Mernersoke-san? There's going to be something we can do. What am I, the fungus master? I'm, I'm I'm sorry. I hate to interrupt at the risk of being even more stupid. It'd be funnier. It'd be funnier if Marinoski was like, "What do I look like? A fun guy." <laughs> what do I look like? The fun guy, master. <laughs> the fun guy, master. I'm. I'm. But. The fun guy. I would have preferred that, obviously. That would have been really funny, but um. Anyway, yeah, we turn to the next page and looks like yeah, Masamune is kind of in front of him, and Shinpachi's like, "You've got to be fucking kidding me! This is the worst possible timing. Why does he have to show up now?" And then Marinosuke shoots at Masamune the bear, and um, they pretty much have a standoff. And uh, Marinosuke's like, "Okay, while I've got his attention, you guys gotta go run to the village. This is a fight between just us, right, Masamune and." That, again, they're just both standing off looking kind of cool. And then Masamune goes in for the kill, smashes the ground. Um, but Sadaharu saves Marinosuke. And Marinosuke's like, oh, what? what where, where do you think you're taking me? Stop. Stop. Put me down. And <laughs> Sorry, that, that sounded so anticlimactic. Stop. Put me down, please. <laughs> <clears throat> and then uh, he pretty much runs away with Gintoki and the rest. And Gintoki's like... You know, if you stay here, you're going to die. And Marinosuke's like, no, what the fuck's it to you? It's none of your business. And um, Shinpachi points to a really big tree that they could hide under. And then um, what happens on the next page, John? The bear goes, I see you. Can hide. <laughs> um, I'll get you. And he goes, rawr, with his foot. And... I, I just imagine he just he just, he just just puts it in his paw and just rawr. And he just pulls it right back in. <laughs> Right. Like he's not even charged. Like right, right. <laughs> <laughs> one of them goes huh, large foot. For some reason, that re- that really reminds me of like the 1998 Godzilla. You know, you know what part I'm talking about? Oh, that's a lot of fish. I know. I was thinking about that. Just like it's just a lot of fish there, and he's like, that's a lot of fish. It's not funny. <laughs> that that's that's what this reminds me of. It, like it's just it's just such a weird comment to make. Like, oh, that's a big foot. <laughs> Get it? Because it's not like a gorilla, but it's a dinosaur uh, bear. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but uh, samurai continues. Won't last long, I'm afraid. The tree or ass, Kentucky says. And then he goes, I hope you've enjoyed yourselves running all my plans. I mean, and Kentucky goes, What plan to get eaten by a bear? And then he goes, long ago, there was a village of hunters, and everybody listens. He goes, because they depended on nature, they respected nature above all things. They even made a pact that they'd bring no human sentiments into nature's bloody round. But one day, a man was swayed by mercy and broke the pact. He felt happy. He'd never known anything but sacred killing. But now he'd save a life, and it shows him going up to... Uh, what we assume to be the bear that we know, and going up to the hurt bear and uh, curing it and making friends with it. And it continues to say, And the man came to understand that every life mattered, even the smallest. But the pack keeper showed no mercy and ripped that small life from him. The man was ravaged by rage and grief, and there was nothing he could do. But from that day on, he was unable to raise his gun at anything ever again. And he was just not a hunter anymore. Yeah, there, there, there's a lot of, like, flashback panels in this, especially with uh, 
Um, I mean, what was I going to say? I um, I, I think it, like we should really point out how it's really it, like this panel here at the bottom of the page is really sad. You just have these people just throw this fucking bear cub over the cliff. Like it's like that's that's really harsh. That's like that's kind of overdoing it almost in my opinion. Yeah. At, at least on their part. I'm not talking about like on Sirachi's part. I'm just like wow. Like okay, I understand that you know he broke a rule, but goddamn, did you really have to throw an innocent bear cub off the fucking yeah, they cliff? They respected nature. That doesn't look like they respected nature. Now they just look like a bunch of politicians. Oh my god. That, that... I respect America, and then they just throw the country down a cliff. They just take, they just take the, they just take America, just throw it off a cliff. <laughs> they, take, they take the whole country and throw it down a cliff. Just... <laughs> huh, and that's how America will fall off a cliff. <laughs> huh, but yeah, this is, this is all really sad. And I think we should, um, I, I think we should also point out that the bear cub he saves also has one eye. Hmm, I, I wonder why. And we'll find out, and, and we'll find out now. <laughs> That was so, that was so useless. <laughs> Find out, not next time, but 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 now <laughs> on Dragon Ball Z. It's like fucking Simpsons to be continued immediately. <laughs> they have made that joke before, haven't they? Yeah, and you know what? I think I was at the theater and I saw that. Like it said to be continued, and some guy in the audience was like, "What the fuck? I spent sixty dollars on fucking ticket just to be continued." What the fuck? Wait, hold on. Did he really say he spent sixty dollars? Sixteen. Oh, I was about to say. Okay, if he spent sixty dollars to go see the Simpsons movie, that's a fucking ripoff. I know movies are expensive, but god damn. Okay, yeah. sixteen. Sixteen dollars. Well, that's weird. Yeah, and, and, and he was. <laughs> is it to be continued? He's like, what the fuck? And then it's an immediately, and he was like, oh, okay. Oh my god, that's so funny! It was pretty funny. I can't believe I I remember that. I can't believe someone fell for that. What the fuck? (laughs) That's like, that's like, um, I I don't know. I'm I know this is a weird tangent to go off, but like that makes me think about like, have you seen the episodes of the the two parter where um, uh, like the the where um Maggie shot Mr. Burns? Yeah. Like, like I just imagine people back then when that originally aired, like how, like how, uh, how much of a reaction that got out of people when, like they, like, like when that was a two-parter. Like I, I really, I really wish I could be there to see the like people's reactions to that because that would have been really interesting. So, so sorry, sorry, sorry for spoiling it, by the way, but it's it's it's, it's pretty old episodes, whatever. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, but. I was going to finish by saying that it wasn't worth the $16. I didn't get a single laugh out of that movie. Really? I, I yeah. thought it was funny at the time. I was spoiled too much. Well, what, do you, what do you mean? Just like... the commercials themselves spoiled the funniest parts. By your pig. Everybody was fucking saying it all fucking day. And yeah, I, that, that was the most... I got, I got to that scene, and I was like, wow, thanks, guys. I didn't laugh at all. Honestly, like looking back on it, that was kind of the most annoying part of the movie because that was that was gonna be like the thing everybody quoted from that fucking movie, and that's why I don't like that scene. Yeah, that would have been funny if people could just shut up. Yeah, that, that that's kind of what happened to like Napoleon Dynamite. Like that that's actually I think that's a really 
it's it's funny in a quirky way like you know what i mean like it's not like it's not yeah. like like it's not like witty or clever it's just it but it still has like a charm to it it's goofy it's goofy yeah exactly but then people kind of ruin it by like constantly fucking quoting everything that napoleon fucking says and it's just kind of like wow i really don't like this movie anymore and whatever that sucks but uh there was there yeah there's there's just like there's like the remember the rock in a hard place i kind of giggled at that part Oh, Elwin the Simpsons. He was on yeah. the ball and he was smacking himself between a rock and a place called a hard place. It was it was kind of funny. Yeah, I I, I like that part too. But anyway, uh, <laughs> enough about the Simpsons movie. Marinoski continues his story and reveals that uh, that uh, one day the man heard a rumor that a one-eyed bear was laying waste to the village, and he was uh, taking his revenge on on the humans for uh, for the way he'd. Uh, you know, been torn away from his from his uh, parents, his his bear parents, and uh, you know, and how they mercilessly threw him off a fucking cliff. I would be mad too. <clears throat> I'd I'd want to fucking kill everybody too. I don't know about you, John, <laughs> but anyway, um, Marinoske says that um, that foolish man who turned that bear into a monster was me, Marinoske, and um, he pretty much just gets his gun ready and he just continues. Oh, the the villagers' misery and the bears were. We're born when I broke the pack, and now I have to end it. No one else can do this. And you know, even if I fail and die by Masamune's hand, at least, at least I'll have tried to make it up to him. And um, he shoots Masamune from inside the tree, and Marinoski's like, "Oh shit, that didn't have any effect on him." And uh, as the smoke as the smoke clears, he just keeps going. Well, I guess the only way to save you is to blow that mushroom off your head, and. Uh, Marinoske shoots, and then what happens on the next page, John? It goes boom, and it goes, is it over? And then there's a bear claw. <clears throat> mm, my favorite. <coughs> there's a bear claw about to swipe at something, and then he goes, boom, at the hunter, and sends him flying across, and then he drops his gun, and he goes, oh no, I dropped my gun. And he's <laughs> on the ground, <laughs> and he rolls over to see the bear charging at him, ready to rip him to shreds. And then a white blank spaces uh, used as flesh but then Gintoki and Kagura come into the scene and stop the bear or, or you know, hinder the bear from attacking and then the hunter goes no don't and they're standing there with a very determined faces ready to kick that bear's ass and Shinpochi goes Marunosuke and he, shoot, he throws the gun to him and he catches a gun and the bear is trying to come after him and then they stop Right in front of each other. Yes, they they stop right in front of each other, Fish. and uh, and they have kind of another standoff. And they're looking at each other, and then Masamune lowers his head against the gun, and he looks really, really sad, and it's really tugs on the heartstrings. And uh, Marinosuke, the, the bear has like a slight smile too. Does he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. he looks like he looks like he's accepting his death. Oh my god, I. That is a smile. Holy shit, I didn't notice that. Good good eye, John. Um then um Marinosuke just kinda thinks back to when uh when Masamuni was just a bear cub and you know he's there's just a flashback panel of Marinosuke petting bear cub Masamune and it's cute and it's and it's trying to make you really fucking sad and it works. And uh Marinosuke um it, it is implied that he cries because because <laughs> Well, well, it is because we see we see teardrops on his pants. No, he's peeing his pants. 
He's peeing his pants in sadness. I, I, uh, I don't even think that's a thing, John. I've never heard of that. Uh, thank, thank you for ruining the scene, John. I just, or maybe he, maybe the bear was so close that he peed his pants because he got scared of what he was going to do. Uh, but we, but but we know he cried because there's actual tears and not like a stain. Yes, yes, John. Thank you for clearing that up. <laughs> and then that's not really clear. Shut up. And then Masamune goes for forgive me as he as as he as he is implied crying, and the uh, the, the bear does. No, no, no. Marine, what, what did I say, Masamune? Yeah. Fuck. Whatever. Mas Marinosuke is <laughs> crying, and he's like, "Oh, forgive me. Goodbye, my old friend." And then it is also implied that he shot Masamune, and um. A little bit of time passes as we uh, as as we see Marinosuke and the and the odd jobs at the village and uh, Marinosuke says, "Oh, looks like a, looks like I caused you all a lot of trouble. I'm, uh, what, what are you gonna do now?" And Gin's just like, "I've I've had enough mushroom hunting for one day. I am so fucking sick of this." And Congress like, "Let's go grape picking." Uh huh. Like, if I were Gin, I would fucking smack Cogger. Be like, "Fuck no, we're going home. Shut up." Be like, I'd be so pissed. Um, but then uh, Marinosuke is about to leave, and he's like, "Oh, you got an appetite? I'll give you that." And Gin's like, "Oh, you going back to your village? Or what are you gonna do now?" And Marinosuke goes, "No, I, I can't just, I can't just go back to the village." I, and, and he looks content as, as he goes, "Um, oh, guess I'll live free from now on for, for, for free enough for his share too," and it's really nice. And that's the end of the chapter. So yeah, um, I guess let's 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 go with our general thoughts. What what did you what did you think about this chapter, John? It was touching. It was. Uh, any anything in particular you liked at all? Um, I liked the uh, word flashbacks. Yeah, yeah, the flashbacks are pretty cool. Um, I also like the bears' expressions. Yeah, there are a lot goofier in in the manga it's kind of weird like i like one panel really early on he likes he looks like really sad for some reason like he looks derpy sad like it looks kind of weird he's like of course he's sad. well i mean yeah but like it looks it looks comically sad like he like he looks like he's got he's got a really long face and i can't take it seriously <laughs> um I don't know. Like, what, what did you what did you think of of, of uh, Marinosuke and Masamune's story? I guess for uh, a short chapter, it built a pretty good story for you to feel. Usually, longer stories bring out the feels, but I'm I like for some reason Gintama's really good at feels in really short. Like, he could do a page and it would make you feel. Yeah, like I think it really says something about Sarachi's writing and his art. Like, let me let me go in more in depth into this actually because this is interesting because the fact that usually when you get feels off of like a, like a comic like a one page thing it's because you, you it's like oh that feeling when this happened because that's happened to a lot of people but no he makes an entirely made up story about a guy and a bear that no one's ever dealt with because I know nobody's had to do that before <laughs> nobody's had to shoot a bear with a giant bear with mushrooms on his head he makes you feel for things you don't know how to feel about. And that's good writing. Yeah, he 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 makes you. It's it's especially telling because you know these character, both these characters are one shot characters, and we never see them again, like ever. Right. So, um, I mean, I don't know. I, I I would like it if 
maybe Mari Nosuke maybe like somehow wandered into uh in into Kabuki Cho maybe, but I don't know. I, I doubt that'll happen. I, I would like to see that. That would be a nice callback. But otherwise, I think I think what I like most about this chapter is that, you know, for two one-shot characters that we'll never see again, Sorachi really gives them a really interesting and touching backstory. And it, and it, they Sorachi's really good about making you feel for very, very one-off, sort of insignificant to the series as a whole characters. Like, it's really amazing. And those type of characters usually don't get another shot at anything because the whole thing has been resolved and they don't have anywhere to go. Unless he somehow makes another story with him and they, he didn't talk about it during his stay with them this first time. And, yeah. Exactly. But yeah, I, I thought this chapter was pretty good. I, I actually will have more to say about the anime, but for now, I, I really I really liked the manga chapter. I, I thought it was good, and I thought it was sort of funny too. Like, I really liked the mushroom stuff. Yeah, like I th- I think um, and I'll I'll talk more about this in the anime manga comparison segment, but I really like the timing in when Marinosuke is like, oh well, we we got to get back to the village, and as long as we get back to the village, we'll be all right. And then Kagura just fucking pulls off the mushroom off her head, and it, it's it's like so quick too. And I just I thought that was really funny, but yeah, I, I thought this was a good chapter, and I think we can agree on that. Yeah, again, I. I I, I was going to bring up something else, but I think, again, I think I'll save it for the anime manga comparison segment, because, again, I will have thoughts on that when we get yeah. to that. But anyway, uh, before we get to that, um, you can buy Volume 6 of Gintama and the rest of the manga on Amazon, or if you want to uh, purchase it digitally, um, unfortunately, you cannot, um, because it's not available <laughs> digitally. Uh, so, sorry to get people's helps up there, but... Um, if you want to be able to uh, purchase it digitally, you should probably send a tweet over to Viz Media, at Viz Media. So yeah, you should you should tell. Basically, the the more you tell them that you want Gintama digitally, the more likely they'll, pro- they'll hopefully put it up someday. That would be nice. Uh, but until then, we're gonna do our best to uh, raise awareness of that. D- again, d- d- demand it more. The more demand, the better. So yeah, John, we should go on to the next thing. This is the Life Lessons segment for Chapter 41. I said 40 in the fucking intro segment. I can't believe I just called myself out on that. (laughs) Think for a minute now. Do Matsutake mushrooms really taste all that good? I wouldn't know because I, I don't really like mushrooms in general. And I don't think I've ever had Matsutake mushrooms. What about you, John? Do you like mushrooms? I love mushrooms. Really? Huh. Oh, that's right. You do. You do like mushrooms. I forgot. Have, have you ever had matsutake mushrooms? I don't know what mushrooms I get, but they're usually the same ones that go on pizzas. Huh. Well. Okay. Um, I guess that's a fair answer. Um. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like, I think I mentioned it in the beginning of the manga recap, but uh, apparently, the, these particular mushrooms are mush are mushrooms that people like to pick out in in the forest during like 
fall or something. Like, I remember just recently watching an episode of Doraemon, actually, where, um, where, where, uh, where the boy Nobi, uh, really wants to pick Matsutake mushrooms, uh, but the, the, but the mountain's too far or something and he can't go. And then Doraemon's like, oh, I, uh, I forget what it was called, but he was like, here, I, I have, I, cause you know, Doraemon usually has an invention for everything. If you haven't seen the show, uh, if you haven't seen the show, look it up. It's a, it's really, it's a really cute kid show. I'm sure, I think you can still catch it on Disney XD, but yeah, Doraemon could pretty much pull anything out of his fucking fourth dimensional pocket because he has inventions for everything and he's like oh let me pull out this mini mountain that i can shrink ourselves to and so we can walk on and pick mushrooms and i'm like this is so silly i don't that is stupid why not hey let me get something out of my pocket it's called a car let's go (laughs) oh my well john if we if but but then it'd be too easy then then we wouldn't be able to have cool adventures oh you know, oh, <laughs> I don't know, think it's easy enough. <laughs> you know what? Now that you bring it up, they really could have just they have they have these little like like helicopter propeller things they could fucking put on their head. Why don't they just why don't they just fucking put that on their heads and be like, they, they we'll just fly to the mountains. Did that in the movie. Say what? They did that in the movie. Oh, the, the like all oh, the thing we watched. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they did. I don't. I don't know. Maybe Nobita just didn't feel like leaving yeah, fucking, his house. Fucking Doraemon makes all these complicated things he doesn't even need. I. I don't know. Like, I. I know this isn't a Doraemon podcast, but I don't know. Like, so sometimes Doraemon's kind of silly, but I mean, I don't know. It's it's a kids show, so I don't really give it too much slack because the the whole thing about Doraemon is that Nobita's a loser and he's always looking for shortcuts and Doraemon is pretty much sent from the future to uh help Nobita so we can grow up to be a more responsible adult. But but I love the juxta- juxtaposition of Doraemon being there to help him, but Nobita's always like, "Oh man, I don't want to do my homework or something stupid like that. Do you have something that could help me, Doraemon?" He's like, "Well, okay, I guess." And he just helps him anyway. I guess sometimes, yeah, no, it's really weird. I I, w- I wish Doraemon had like this one funny thing where he's like, "Okay, I've got this thing that can help you. It's called the Problem Solver. It ends the episode, and then it just ends the episode." <laughs> oh my god! But um, I don't know. There 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 are really good episodes of Doraemon though. Like I like the bread one. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, the bread, the bread, the the memory bread or something. That was a uh-huh. fun. That was a funny one. Um, there, there was an episode that I think aired on Disney XD where Nobita went into, went to the past or something to try to, um, I, I forget what it was. Nobita was trying to, like, steal his friend's homework so he could, like, copy their answers or something. But then there's this, like, really weird twist where, like, this, this one person from the future is trying to stop him and it turns out to be... It turns out to be Nobita from the future or something, and he's like trying to stop him from cheating on his tests. Like I'm, I'm, I'm not explaining it very well. Like it, it was, it's like I think people should really watch the episode because it's something you really have to watch to get what's going on. Because you know, I'm not, I'm not explaining it very well, but it, but it's, it's a, it's a really good episode though because it kind of like it's one of those sort of time travel episodes of a show where like there's time travel, but it's like. It kind of like kind of comes full full circle, you know what I mean, John? Yeah. Kind of like with that one episode of My Little Pony with Twilight, in Future Twilight. Yeah, that uh, shit was weird. 
where, where like she's trying to warn her future, trying to warn her past self about all this stuff, and it turns out all the stuff that happened to her is just stuff that she did to herself accidentally. Yeah, like, like it's it's something like that. But yeah, I, but yeah, my point is is that Doraemon's childish, but there are a lot of really good episodes that that actually like to touch on like really sort of adult mature themes about growing up and stuff, and it's cool. Yeah, what I don't get is that there was a future. A future Nobita that was responsible. I thought he, he, that Drywan went into the past to make him more responsible. How could there be a more responsible future Nobita if well, because, not? Because, well, because it's it's a Nobita that had already gone through all of this and was trying to stop his past self from doing all this. Why doesn't that happen every episode then? Well, well, because be- there can't be any character development. Otherwise, it's otherwise the show would be over. But anyway, I think we talked long enough about Doraemon. How does this relate to the chapter, John? I've been thinking about that long and hard. Yeah? Hmm. Was that supposed to be a joke? I don't get it. No. It's I really... <laughs> now, now, see, I think this relates to the chapter because they're looking for mushrooms. Really? Yeah. I, I mean, I know that might be a stretch, but... It's I... not, because literally what they're doing... <laughs> well, John, I was trying to make a joke, but you fucking ruined it. So thank yeah. you, John. <laughs> well, what, uh, this seems a little bit more far-fetched. I said, I was thinking about do Matsutake mushrooms really taste all that good? And I was thinking about the guy and how he saved the bear. And he's, th- he's like, think for a minute now, is this really all that good for me to do? And so it wasn't. And then, you know, Matsutake Mushrooms took over the bear, and now the bear is evil and wants to kill everyone because Matsutake Mushrooms is, like, influencing that hatred. And so it's like, think for a minute, do Matsutake Mushrooms really taste all that good? Like, like, <laughs> like this is an actual thing. Like, it, like, Sirachi has, like, this conspiracy theory that Matsutake Mushrooms actually do this to people. He's just like... <laughs> Like, or or maybe he thinks, maybe he's, like, the only Japanese person that thinks Matsutake mushrooms taste bad or something. He's like, man, they really don't taste all that good, but I don't want to, I don't, I don't want to be, I don't want to be outright, because then people will hate me and hate my mom. You know, you know, you know he, the hunter says, he's like, I think the mushrooms came from another world, but uh, I don't know, but they're nasty. What if they came about through the pact? Like, they made the pact, and it was all settled and done, and then he broke it, and then he broke the balance of the nature and the humans, and then it formed mushrooms because of that, that evil imbalance, and so he caused all those Matsutake mushrooms. So, do Matsutake mushrooms really taste all that good, fucker? You fucking made those mushrooms, and now uh, you fucked up bears and all these people. Feel bad. That sounds like some really, like, that sounds like some Avatar shit right there. Like, I don't know. That sounds really weird. <laughs> God, um, I don't know. I does does the chapter title make sense, John? Because honestly, of course it does. Okay, because I don't know about you, and I think I might be the only one that thinks this, but I don't think it really makes a lot of sense. Sort of like, <clears throat> like I mean, it's I think it's really straightforward. I mean, yeah, they're they're looking for mushrooms, and that's the whole reason why they're in the forest. So it makes sense. Like, it makes sense on a very basic level. But I don't think there's any real deep meaning to this, except maybe Sirachi has some kind of conspiracy theories about Matsutake mushrooms. I have no idea. Like, I don't know. There, there could there could be so many 
different ways to take a look at this, but I don't think yeah, it like, make why any would sense. They go, why would they go all the way to this forest just to get fucking mushrooms when they could just buy it at the store? Well, see, that's that's a good point, because I think even in the Doraemon episode I was talking about, I think even... Um, oh, that's right. They don't have any money. Yeah, because there is a scene where the where Nobi's mom is like, oh, maybe I'll buy Matsutake mushrooms, and apparently they're very expensive. So I think that's why people look for them themselves, so they don't have to pay for them. So do they really taste all that good for you to go to a, uh, a forest with and keep away from the bears that you uh, intentionally ignored to get the fucking mushrooms? Well, I, I don't fucking know. Apparently people in Japan just fucking love Matsutake mushrooms. Like, like I've noticed people in Japan love their Matsutake mushrooms, and especially Japanese boys love their, like, Hercules beetles and shit. Huh. God, the fucking Japanese love really weird things. But you know what? We still really love them. Yeah, I, I think so. Okay. But anyway. So yeah. If you have any thoughts on this life lesson or, you know, any past life lessons, any future life lessons, uh so send, send in your thoughts or your interpretation on these life lessons over to get to life lessons at gmail.com. We'd like to we'd like to hear them. No one's sent any yet. You should really get on that. Passive aggressiveness. Okay, John, let's go. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> This is the anime manga comparison segment for episode 73 of the anime. So this is another episode, John, that for some reason they waited until like season two to animate. Isn't that kind of weird? Yeah, it is. Because like the past couple of episodes of anime we talked about have all been like in the 20s and then we just suddenly jumped to the 70s. It's so funny. Suddenly jumped to disco. <clears throat> uh, uh, yeah, sure. Uh... I don't know what that was. 70s. Oh, I... Oh, okay. I, I get your stupid joke now. Oh, sorry, John! Um, anyway, there's a lot of filler in this episode. Just like with the last episode of the anime I talked about. Um, particularly, this episode starts off... Um, you, do you remember, John, for our first anniversary episode when we talked about the, uh, the 2005 Jump Anime special? Yeah. And you remember how it started off with like um, with uh, Gintoki and uh, and and the other two uh, running away from Otose and Catherine from you know not paying the rent and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, this episode starts off with that. Like, oh. yeah, because um, I think I might have mentioned it a while ago during our first anniversary episode, like episode fourteen or something. But um, yeah, the the the, the first couple of minutes of footage that's used up until the title card it's it's all reused footage like completely like i think the only thing <clears throat> i think the i like i think the few things that they changed about like because all the animation is the same like all the videos the same except i can tell that a lot of it's been revoiced obviously and then like at the like at the very last shot because the jump anime special covered the uh the cherry blossom chapter so, you know, you saw a bunch of cherry blossom petals floating and stuff. But but at the very end, they switched that with um, uh, leaves because it's fall. 
So I think that's like the only thing they changed about that scene. Like, and this is, I I think like this is the third time or no, like this is, I think chronologically, this is like the second time they use this footage. Cause I know this, this footage is used at least three times throughout the, throughout the course of the show. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah. So that's a thing. Well, it kind of, uh, sets ground for the whole, idea because it's like why are they picking shiitake mushrooms and it's like oh now it's, it's because oh they can't pay the rent because they don't got no money yeah because no oh sorry no I'm, I'm sorry i was i was gonna say it's um it's very much like the kappa chapter that we covered back in episode 15 where they don't really explain why they're doing what they're doing they're just kind of doing whatever um which i mean i don't think it was really necessary for the kappa episode and i guess it wasn't really it's not it's not really necessary for this chapter either like i can do without it it's not like oh why are they there i don't get it i don't like this chapter <laughs> but i mean it, it I, like it, it's a it's a nice way to like transition into the episode i guess because it, it gives them more of a reason why they're there i guess which which is a nice detail but i mean it's nice but it's not like oh i can i can't live without it you know what i mean right right but I, I I do like it how they start off with that though it's a nice beginning, and I'll I'll get I'll get more into that actually at the end because um, that actually leads up to some thoughts I have about the story overall. But anyway, um, so yeah, we have a lot of filler other than that starting off this episode because um, after the title card, there's a whole scene that actually introduces Marinosuke a lot earlier on in the episode. Because obviously in the manga, he just kind of shows up out of nowhere. But in the anime, they kind of establish him early on. And they have him kind of monologue about how, um, about how, like, he, he's just kind of thinking to himself about how, oh, how life is like a mountain and stuff. And he's like, basically, that. like, he's basically just monologuing about himself or whatever. And then, like, he's just walking around monologuing until he hears Gin and the, and the others in the forest. And um, he, he stops to tell gin and the other two that oh it's kind of dangerous you should, you should leave but obviously they ignore him because marinosuke keeps monologuing again uh, while he's getting a drink from the river <laughs> and then it's talking about how he's like oh you climb up a mountain but if you can't climb back down i'm not a man blah, blah, blah. yeah yeah but while he's monologuing he's he's drinking from the river but gintoki upstream is pissing in the river <laughs> so yeah there's that and then, and then he gets pissed off about that, ha. And then <laughs> gets it, John. Ha. He gets pissed, he also gets pissed on. <laughs> um, but he get he gets even more angry when Shinpachi somehow hooks Marinosuke in the mouth while he's trying to fish, and Shinpachi's like, "Oh, sorry, I don't know how that happened." Like, what the fuck? <laughs> and then. Sadaharu and Kagura send him flying into the river as Kagura's like, oh, oh, I found this tiny little mushroom again. And, and yeah, it's, it's a baby mushroom. And um, Shin, Shinpachi, as Marinosuke floats down the river, catches him again. And then uh, Marinosuke comes out of the stream all wet and he tries to warn them again about the mountain, but they still don't listen. And then that's basically where the manga starts off with them finding that really, really um ugly looking mushroom looks which looks a lot more deadly in the in the anime because like it it's all purple and shit and there's a lot of like spores around it. it's like uh -uh, i wouldn't fucking eat that and then i think uh, there i think there were like a few other details i saw like when kagura while kagura is carrying the 
the the dead bear that you know that uh, Masamune killed. There was this little part where like. Uh, where Gin and Shinpachi are just like, oh, where the fuck did you get that? And then Kagura, I notice Kagura, while she's carrying the bear, picks up his paw uh, while she's like, oh, it's all right. Like she like she picks up the paw and she's like, yeah, it's okay. It's okay. And I just thought it was really funny. Like she made it sound like the bear was talking. And then um, Shinpachi, and, I, and this is another attention to detail thing I really like about the anime because uh, Shinpachi notices in the anime that there are these really awful looking wounds on the bear that really emphasize that Masamune took down this other bear and they look really grisly too like no no pun intended but (laughs) and then um Kagura also has this one really weird line in the anime where um when Kintoki's like oh um in order to catch a tiger cub you have to go into the tiger's den and then kagura literally says yeah how can you have an affair with your wife if you're scared of your wife yeah and it's just like okay great great advice kagura <laughs> but yeah pretty much the episode just kind of continues on from there up until we get to the part where like um where they're eating their mushroom soup and then all the mushroom shenanigans start and i think this is probably the best part of the episode because there's there's this random joke where when Marinosuke finds out that he has a mushroom on his head, and then Gintoki and Kagura come in dressed up as Mario and fucking Luigi, and Gintoki's like, oh, well, with all these mushrooms, maybe we'll end up in the next Mario game, <laughs> and and it's just it's so great because they have the fucking sound effects in there too. It's it's so good. You remember this, John? Yeah, that was my part. I was going to talk about. Um, so, yeah, what, what did you think of that? I thought it was really fucking funny. I remember you, like, you lost your shit when you saw that. It was great. Oh, my God. Um, I'm not sure if you noticed, John, but um, th- there was also this little part where, like, when, when he shoes Kentucky off the screen, he goes, Mamma Mia! It's really fast, too. And then uh, there's there's not really much else afterwards. Like, I think there are other details. Like, I noticed that when um, getting Kagura... Uh, when, when when Masamune comes in and Shinpachi tells them to run away, Gin and Kagura are still trying to eat what's left of the soup. And I thought that was funny. And Kagura also saves the pot of soup when she fucking dodges Masamune. And it's like, Kagura, come on. Hey, come on, are you fucking kidding me? Come on. This precious baby. Um, And then, uh, let's see. Gin and Kagura's mushrooms apparently keep multiplying because Gin apparently was stupid enough to keep pulling his mushrooms off. And Kagura makes makes a mention of how, oh, maybe she could get a one-up. And I thought, I thought that was funny. Yep. And then um this is where th- this is where my thoughts on the episode come in, because from this point on, I ba- I thought that um I mean I know I'm probably getting a little ahead of myself, but I thought in this episode in particular I thought this episode in particular did a really good job of further emphasizing the, or not emphasizing, but I guess foreshadowing the relationship between Marinosuke and Masamune, um, because th- there are things in the episode where um, um, that first uh, standoff before they hide under the tree, Marinosuke and uh, Masamune actually have a little standoff where Marinosuke is about to pull the trigger, but he he kind of hesitates because he remembers what we find out later to be Masamune as a bear cub and they actually emphasize how 
Marinosuke is um, hesitating because he remembers that. Like, he actually, he gets, he gets kind of scared. Like, he's like, oh, shit. Like, he has second thoughts about it. And, and then and then that's when Sadaharu comes to save him and stuff. But I thought that was a really, really nice detail. I don't know. I just I just thought that was a I thought that that was a that was a really good thing that the anime added in there because it really it really shows you, I guess, the inner struggle that Marinosuke is going through with himself about you know coming to terms with killing Masamune. Um, and there, there's even more things about this episode that kind of do a good job of that. Like, I'm not sure if maybe the English dialogue in the in the manga was just a different translation or something, or if this was also in the manga. I don't know. But in the anime, they really focus on this analogy of like, you know, climbing up your own mountains and climbing down them. And it's it's supposed to be like a whole metaphor of basically like, you know, dealing with dealing with life and the decisions you have to make and stuff and all that. I'm not sure if you remember any of that, John, but I don't know. I do. Well, I don't know. What, what, what did you think of all this analogy? Like, I thought personally, looking back on the anime, comparing it to the manga, I thought it was kind of cool how they added all that. Yeah, all these nice things that weren't in the manga. Yeah, because they're, they're not not they're not like filler. They're actual like deep meanings that were added in there because they thought it was necessary. Yeah, like it really adds more to the episode, I feel like. But yeah, like like I said earlier, the anime really does a good job of focusing again on Marinosuke's inner struggle with coming to grips with killing Masamune, which is which is good because it 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 really it really adds to the weight of what's going on, I feel like. And um that was something I really liked about this episode. Uh let's see. And I think I think the only other thing that was added at the end like I, I'm not sure if you remember this, John. Do you remember the Ginpachi Sensei thing at the end? No. It it was something you, you laughed at too, where um, where Ginpachi Sensei at the end was like trying to end off the episode. He's like, "Oh yeah, the show's coming up next," and then there's like there's just like this 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 is five seconds of silence, and he's still on screen. And he's like, "Yeah, that show's coming up next," and like he he keeps trying to end the show, and he's like, "Oh, I, I guess we have more time left," and he just stands there, and then like one of his students suddenly is just like, hey, you're not supposed to be smoking, sensei. And he's like, oh, what was this? Oh, it's a lollipop. <laughs> he's like, yeah, it's a lollipop. It's I'm, I'm, it's smoking at the end because I'm licking it so fast. Whoopsie. <laughs> <laughs> he just picks up this huge-ass lollipop. He's like, like his fucking cheeks extend all the way where the lollipop I, was. I, I know. I, I love how quick it is. It's literally just like, whoop. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I thought that was really funny. Um, but yeah, I guess. Um, uh, w- which do you prefer this time around? Do you like the anime or the manga more for this material? Yeah. I guess any any particular reason, or I mean, I, I mean, I know that's probably kind of silly to ask because I feel like you might have the same reasons that I do. But well, well I don't know. Do you have any particular reason why? Yeah, because they added more things and it wasn't filler. Well, I mean, it was sort of filler but it, like I, I i know what you're talking about i'm just saying like it's i mean there is filler in the episode but i mean i i, I know what you're talking about um i know what you mean um yeah i think we could pretty much agree like to me the anim the anime episode feels like a more complete story right like like not not even with just the masamune stuff like it like even with even with the reused footage at the beginning of the episode kind of transitioning into why they're in the forest and and like 
Like, I feel like the anime, compared to the manga, had more time to really foreshadow and establish more of the relationship between Masamune and Marinosuke, which I, I thought it was okay in the manga too, but a part of me thinks that if Sirachi maybe had like one more page to maybe like one or two more pages for that particular chapter that well the chapter was pretty short really i actually um it was only 19 pages well well that that's that's how that's how long a normal chapter actually is oh <laughs> it that's, just felt short yeah it felt short because there was a lot of action going on i think that's why because there, there wasn't really a lot of dialogue overall like there 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 were a lot of pages with like really big panels of the bear and a lot of again a lot of action going on and i think that's why it felt so short but um what was i saying yeah again i'm not saying there's anything wrong with the manga at all that's not what i'm saying at all but i don't know like comparing comparing the anime to the manga i feel like the manga didn't really like marinosuke didn't seem like he was struggling as much as he did in the anime like it seemed like, I don't know, like, I'm not sure if you agree, John, but compared to the anime, it seemed like he had an easier time in the manga coming coming to terms with it, which I'm not saying is well, bad. I'm sure he did Maybe Sirachi's original thoughts wasn't that it was easier for him, but that he came to terms with it way before this happened. Yeah, which, again, I'm not saying is a bad thing, but I'm just making comparisons, but um, actually, I didn't I didn't think about it like that. That, that could be something to i guess um yeah okay i i could you know actually like i'm sorry like i'm I'm like it's sort of kind of like computing in me like okay that does make sense i didn't think about it like that like that's another really interesting way to look at it but i guess i like the way the anime portrayed his struggle a lot better because i because i i think the anime did such a good job with really kind of sort of keeping that analogy of climbing up mountains and climbing down mountains and all that and i just it, it all really played out really nicely like it didn't feel too preachy like it was just enough added material to really make you feel more invested into the story i guess uh, i'm sorry to interrupt you but there's an advertisement on skype and it says kohl's 10 percent off or ten dollars off with your purchase of 30 dollars or more promo code Take 10 in Sunday Shop Now. Take 10 is one word, so I read it as Takatine. Oh my god, John. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> was like, oh, 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 Takatin. Oh, take 10. Right. <laughs> Takatin. <laughs> because it's smashed together, literally. Oh man. Well, I, I think that's a good place to end it. You, I think people understand where I'm coming from. Yeah. Actually, I'm kind of glad you stopped me because maybe I was probably repeating my point too much. But again, I just I like talking about this episode because it's just to me, it's just such a I feel like the anime and the manga is such a stark difference between each other. I don't know, but that's just me. So, yeah, if you'd like to watch this episode and the rest of the series, you could go watch it on Crunchyroll for free. Or um, if you don't like ads and maybe you want to watch it in HD, you could maybe buy a premium subscription for $6.95 a month and uh, also gain access to other titles in their catalog and all the newest anime simulcasts airing right now. And um, maybe even watch the new season coming out on April 8th. You should do that. So, yeah. Can't wait for that. We should end the show, John.
And that's the end of the show. So yeah. Did you have fun, John? Yo. Yeah. <laughs> I was I was <laughs> if you if you only said yo, I would have been like, that's the correct answer. <laughs> yo. I just got back. Had my little robot take care of this thing for me. Oh my god, so I was talking to a robot, John, the entire time? Yeah. What the fuck? He seemed pretty realistic, too. Good. Good. Did you invent that yourself? Uh-huh. Wow, John, I, I can see why you're going off to the Navy, because you're so fucking good at inventions, apparently. Mm. Man, I bet that's why he got hired. Anyway, or recruited. I don't, I don't, I don't know what the word is. Anyway, so... Yeah, um, we covered chapter 41 of the manga, we we did a Life Lessons segment, and we had an anime manga comparison segment, and now we're ending the show, so yeah, that's, that's all the stuff we did, just in case you skip to the end, which I really don't know why you would do that, but whatever, I guess people just don't have time for podcasts anymore, but whatever, I don't know. So, there's a lot of stuff we should probably mention before we go, such as... Um, uh, I've been making a big deal of the uh, Gintama 2015 census for two months now, uh, but unfortunately, by the time this episode comes out, it will be it will be closed, and uh, I think Artsin will come out with the results for that at, at, in the beginning of April. So uh, look forward to that. Um, I know I think we, I think I might have mentioned this on the podcast before, but we we were an option. The, our podcast was actually an option in the uh I'm almost a question it was uh what social media outlets do you talk about Kintama on or something and uh, I guess like it wasn't just social media outlets but it was also like other things in general like just a Kintama podcast and our, our podcast here life lessons and I'm I'm really curious to see what our results are like 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 if doctor has an episode talking to Artsin I mean, of his show about talking to Arts and about the results. I want to be a part of that because I, I really want to see what our results were. I'd be really curious about that. But yes, yeah, so um, I want to thank anyone who filled that out. Hopefully I mentioned it enough times on the podcast. Uh, and and um, thank you to Arts and for making us an option on there. I really appreciate it. I think it, I think it sort of shows not like how, not how big we are per se, but I guess how... But I guess that we actually have a presence in, in, I guess, in the fandom and the community to an extent, which I think is a cool thing. I'm sure Artsin really appreciates anyone who filled that out, too. So, yeah, big shout out to Artsin. If you're listening, thank you so much. And uh, everybody should follow Artsin on Twitter as she is a very prominent member of the Gintama fandom community at Artsin. That's A-R-I-T-Z-E-N on Twitter. So, yeah. Enough about that. Uh, sorry, um, I didn't mean that. But but I, but I do want to talk about something. Um, so our second anniversary episode is going to be coming up in the next couple of weeks. Here, um, I'm recording a lot of this ahead of time. Uh, so yeah, I, I've recorded a few of these episodes ahead of time so that I can maybe sit down on and focus and prepare for the second anniversary show because anniversary episodes are very important to me i listened to our first one it, it was a bit of a clusterfuck in like in retrospect because of how many people we had like and i and i'm not saying oh i didn't have fun but um man i could have edited that a lot better and it was sort of long but you know what that's that's to be expected for an anniversary show and i mean we're, we're gonna have a lot of stuff to cover for our anniversary show so lucky john you don't have to be there to cover all that you gotta be gone but 
You go, be gone. No. But, yeah, we are going to have a lot to talk about on that anniversary show. I think we're going to be talking about, like, uh, we're going to be talking about chapters 42 to 44, I believe. The uh, the underground battle arena arc or whatever. Like, what is it? The Rengoku Con or something. It's, um... It's it's a very important three episode three episode three chapter arc in the manga that is only one episode in the anime so there's no way for me to really divvy that up evenly so that episode's probably going to be long so I'm sorry ahead of time but hey that's just how it is um, I'd also like to say that look out for a special episode possibly coming up right before our second anniversary episode that I that I might record with Bookie um, and that's all I'll say because. Um, because I don't want to be too specific just in case it doesn't work out, but, uh, I'm going to try my best to release something before our anniversary, so look out for that. Something that might be kind of late, but whatever. I don't care. It's going to be fun, and I hope you guys enjoy it. Because I know our Christmas special did really, really good when, when that came out, so yeah, hopefully you'll like that as much. I don't know. But, um, enough of me talking. John, John, I'm really going to miss having you on the podcast, buddy. I don't, I don't mean to get all sad, but I don't know. Like John, I just want to take—I want to take this moment to really thank you for contributing to the podcast. Even though I know, I know you're not that big of a fan of Gintama compared to the rest of us, but I still thank you for being a part of the podcast. And I mean, it's not like you'll be leaving forever, but I mean, you know, I'm, I might not—I might not be able to have you on for a while, unfortunately, because, like we said at the top of the show, you're going to be heading out into the Navy soon. And uh, doing whatever it is you'll be doing there. Probably mostly computer stuff, I think, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, you'll, pro- you'll, be, you'll be doing your part to keep our country safe or something. I don't know. I don't yeah. know what goes on at the Navy. But, but soon you will, I guess. But, yeah, but, but by the time this episode comes out, um, John will unfortunately be gone. So, again, thank you so much, John. And you better keep in touch with me, fucker. Uh, yeah, so I'm gonna miss you, John, and stuff. Okay. Now, now I'm feeling sad, but yeah, John, did you you had fun being on Life Lessons, right? Yeah. Like I don't know, like 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 I, I just want to take a moment. Like what what's it been really? How have you felt ever since really starting starting to become a recurring guest? I guess on the podcast. Like how has it been for you? Episode six was really fun because it's like, oh, he's gonna invite me to something I'm not a part of. But then it was like, oh. Um, John, hey, buddy, <laughs> I don't have anybody else to help me with you. Could you help me with this? I'm like, oh, okay, I can. And then there's times where it's like, I really don't want to record, but I'm <laughs> the only one available, so I guess I have to. But most of the time, it's like, I don't want to. And then when I do it, I'm like, I'm glad I did that. I had fun. Yeah. I'm sorry, John. That like it makes it sound like you just have no like no fun on the podcast, man. Man, yeah. I feel bad. But I, no, if you listen <laughs> to what I said, which I did it totally. Right. I'm sorry, John. I I listened. I don't know. That was a really stupid thing, John. I'm 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 glad you had like I'm I'm I'm. Fuck, I'm really stuttering. You you've had fun on the podcast overall, right? Hmm. Okay, that's that's what I'm trying to get across. Like, I'm just making sure that your time on the podcast wasn't a waste, and that you actually had fun. And I hope people enjoyed having you on on the podcast. If not, 
Hey, well, good news for you guys who don't like John. He probably won't be on, so you won't have to worry about it. Uh, so, but you know what? Fuck him, because you know what? I liked having you on, John. I, I like doing podcasts with you, and I'm, I'm gonna miss... I'm gonna miss not doing... I'm gonna miss doing that with you, because I probably won't get to do that with you as much, because you'll be busy. But you know what? I also have Pony Bits to listen to, I guess, because... You know, when I miss you, I can just listen to Pony Bits and be like, hey, John's right here with me. Even though you're not. Ugh. But yeah, again, thank you so much, John. I really do appreciate everything you contributed. Oh, and, I, and, I, and, I, and I really mean that, too. Mm. So, anyway, I don't know if there's really too much of a point or if, you, or if you really think there's much of a point to it, but would you like to, you know... Uh, even if you, even if you're going to be gone, would you like to promote the ways that maybe people can leave you messages or, you know, promote your stuff or whatever? Uh, yeah, you can go on Bandcamp with like www.bandcamp.johnwin uh, is j o n w i n dot com. You can find my tracks there. Give them a listen, please. please. Yes, please uh please support John's music on Bandcamp. I think he does some really good stuff. A lot of it a lot of it is own his own original stuff. So all of it is. Yeah, that's right. That's right. All of it. Yeah, hey, I I, I um used to do new mixes and I think I might just get back into that because I felt like doing it. But yeah. You know what? Any any particular song that you would like that you that you that you have at the top of your head that you'd really like people to listen to? Um I did just come out with something called Citadel, which is that one fast-paced song I showed you. It's very, like I like what I like about it is that it's very layered. It's got the bass that's going on, and then it's got all these different instruments going on. And usually when I make fast-paced songs, they suck. But I made this one sound pretty damn good. Well, that's good. I will definitely leave a link to that in the show notes and uh, make sure. I uh, do my best to promote your music every once in a while, just so people don't forget that you were on the podcast. You know, yeah. so yeah, please leave John any messages you might have for him on uh, on his Twitter, and please listen to his music on Bandcamp. We would really appreciate that. Uh, if you want to listen to uh, anything else I'm a part of in particular, you can always listen to the Manga Corner on. Uh, anime3000.com that I help co-host with the lovely JD Banks who resides in Okinawa, Japan and uh, we like to talk about manga and the culture surrounding it I think by the time this is out we we will have done an episode on uh, Jojo's Bizarre Adventure so that's gonna be a good listen maybe I'll send that to you John you might want to listen to us pretty good fucking better I, I will cause, cause uh, yeah that was a really fun episode I had a lot of fun editing it so yeah, please listen to that episode. Um, and you can also listen to me on One Podcast Prevails, a uh, Detective Conan slash Case Closed podcast that I'm co-hosting with Doctor from the Ask Backwards Anime Podcast and Just a Kintama Podcast. And you can find that at onepodcastprevails.wordpress.com. And you can also follow me on Twitter at SniperKing323. That's at S-N-I-P-E-R-K-I-N-N-G-323. So yeah... Oh my god, we have so much shit to promote. I cannot believe this. Um, but anyway, John, would would you would you like to tell the people where they can find us one last time? Uh, Starting with the website, you can find us at gintolifelessons.wordpress.com. Yes, yes, yes. And uh, 
I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I, for, I forgot that you don't have it in front of you, so it's like, well, fuck. I wanted to try to give him a send off. It's like, well, I fucked it up. <laughs> well, here, here's something. You can, um, uh, you can, you can also listen to us on Stitcher.com or the Stitcher Smart Radio app, or you can also listen to us on Player FM. on On both those websites, you can listen to the latest episodes of the podcast and even listen to our back catalog. So, yeah, you can listen to all the podcasts on both those sites. If uh, maybe if you don't like downloading on iTunes, or or maybe if you want to listen to an episode, but maybe it's a really fucking long episode and it's a really big download. So yeah, you can, that's that's another way you can listen to us. So yeah, that always helps. Uh, you can also follow us on Facebook.com, Twitter.com, and YouTube.com slash Ginta Manga Cast. That's G-I-N-T-A-M-A-N-G-A-C-A-S-T. Ginta Manga Cast. And you can also follow us on uh, GintaMangaCast.tumblr.com where we reblog all the funny pictures involving Gintama and stuff. I really got to get back to um, scheduling more posts for that. E- email us anything, anything at all about Gintama or the podcast, and we'll read it on our second anniversary show at GintaLifeLessons at gmail.com. Please send us anything you can. We would love to get as much feedback for that episode as possible. Um, it would make my day. Um, and speaking of feedback, you can also leave us uh, feedback in our um, episode threads on the Gintama subreddit at reddit.com slash r slash Gintama, uh, which I, I will leave a uh, link in the description for our specific uh, feedback thread for our second anniversary episode. So yeah, look out for that. But the most important thing is what, John? So you rate, subscribe, and review us on iTunes. Yes, 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 yes. I love how you ask that as a question. <laughs> you rate, subscribe, and review us on iTunes? But yeah, the, that's that's the most important thing. We could use a little more attention on iTunes. That would, that would be great. But yeah, that was a lot of shit. That was a lot of it. I'm so not used to having so much to plug on the show. But yeah, John, any anything you want to say before we round off? Any Any final words? Bye. I, I think I think those are just, I, I said final words with with an s plural but you know what final a final word is fine bye bye okay you know what better so much better huh anyway John all the best of luck to you in the Navy and uh, hopefully we'll see you around sometime maybe I'll check up with you every once in a while or something uh, so yeah I love you buddy I love you too I would I would hug you but we're on Skype I'll give you a cybernetic hug. Oh, that yeah. feel! Oh, that feels so good. Oh my god! Oh my god! There's data everywhere. <laughs> fuck, John! What the fuck? There's data everywhere. Ones and zeros. God, fuck it, John. It's not data. That's binary. Noob. Oh, that's even worse. Ew, John! You need to take a shower. Any, anyway, but but bye, guys. This has been episode. 31 of Life Lessons in Gintama Manga Cast. We'll see you next time for our second anniversary episode. I'm gonna go take a shower and wash all this coat off. Bye, guys. Okay.
great, great episode to end off on, John. Yeah, it sounded like I came on you. <laughs> oh my god! You know what? I was kind of, sort of going for that, but at the same time, not really. It was kind of weird. Yeah, yeah that was weird. Yeah.